We are so excited to be here with you this morning. message for you as well um, but before that pastor Kira has a little message for all of our parents hey parents today we are going to be doing some really fun stuff with some balloons that we're going to be popping so if that's a trigger for anybody in your home we'd like to go ahead and let you know that you can mute your televisions or any sound that you may have around you whenever you see balloons come up on stage so we're so excited to be here this morning and we're so happy that we get to celebrate today. And Miss Michaela, do you know what we're celebrating today? The tomb was empty. That's right, it's Easter. And it's not about the bunny, even though that part's pretty fun, or your awesome Easter baskets or anything like that. Today, we are gonna talk about the story of Jesus and we are gonna learn all about the grave. So, if you have your Bibles this morning, we're going to be looking at, we're going to be looking in Matthew, and we're going to be focusing in Matthew 28. So, I'm going to tell the story of Jesus and his journey um, the week, a couple of days before, um, leading up to Easter, what we've learned so far. So, I know that we've been talking about, if you followed any of our videos or anything like that, we've been telling the story of Jesus. And today, we're going to start in a place where Jesus has now been arrested. And Jesus was arrested not because he did anything wrong at all. Jesus was arrested because there were some people that were very jealous and worried about their position, and they thought that Jesus was trying to take over. So very early in the morning, the soldiers brought Jesus to Pilate, the governor at the time. So Pilate was in charge of overseeing these trials, right? So Pilate asked Jesus, are you the king of the Jews? Jesus replied, yes, I am. This upset the chief priests because they were jealous of him and the, Jew and the Jewish friends he had made. Pilate listened to the complaints of the people that brought Jesus that brought Jesus, but he couldn't find any reason to punish him. Pilate called together the chief priest, the rulers, and the people. He said to them, I have talked to Jesus, and I find no reason to kill him. After they heard that, all the people shouted, We want Jesus! Release Barabbas instead! Barabbas had been in jail because he had killed someone, and people wanted him to be free and Jesus to be punished. So, at the stage of Jesus' story where we are right now, Pilate has the option to let one of the prisoners go. Barabbas, who's actually done something pretty terrible, he killed somebody, and Jesus, who had done nothing wrong. And Pilate thought, well, we should let Jesus go. We should let Jesus be freed. But the people began to shout. The chief, the chief priest had gone around telling people lies about Jesus so they would be afraid of him and would want to kill him. Pilate didn't like this one bit. He wanted to let Jesus go, so he tried to talk to the people, but they didn't let him. They just kept shouting, crucify him, crucify him. Pilate tried again, yelling, what has Jesus done wrong? I can punish him, but then I must let him go. He doesn't deserve to die, but the people just shouted louder and louder to crucify Jesus. The soldiers led Jesus to, into the palace and made him put on a, an old royal robe, and they twisted together a crown of thorns to put on his head. Then they made fun of him and said, Hail the king of the Jews. 
They didn't understand that he was a king. That's why they made fun of him. Next, the soldiers led Jesus toward a hill called Golgotha. They made him carry the cross on his back, but because Jesus couldn't carry it the whole way, he fell down. The soldiers had whipped his back, and it hurt so much that Jesus couldn't handle the weight of the cross on his shoulders. When they reached the top of the hill, they nailed Jesus to the cross. The soldiers watched him. Jesus, they watched Jesus, and they made fun of him. They even divided up his clothes to be even more mean. Some people walked by and shouted, you, you saved others, why can't you save yourself? Jesus could have saved himself, but he chose not to. After Jesus had experienced a lot of pain and suffering, he finally said, it is finished, and Jesus died. I want us to stop for a minute, and I want us to think about what Jesus has done for all of us, for you, for me, for Miss Michaela, for everyone in the whole world. Whenever Jesus was in front of the people. I want you to think about what that would feel like to be standing there and people to be shouting when you've done nothing wrong that they wanted you to die. And then I want you to think about how he was whipped for us and how they put a crown of thorns on his head and they were making fun of Jesus. They were saying, we thought you were the son of God. We thought that you could do anything. You've done all these miracles, but yet here you die and you cannot save yourself. And Jesus did that so that we could spend eternity with him and that all of our sins could be forgiven. Earlier this week, we talked about how they used to um, have animal sacrifices, and that's how they would go to God and ask for forgiveness. But now Jesus, God sent Jesus to bear all of that weight and to carry all of our sin so that we could be forgiven. But you know what? Jesus' story doesn't end there. So when we look at Matthew 28, it says, After the Sabbath, at dawn, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him as they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see this place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, he is risen from the dead and he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy. And they ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet and worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go on to Galilee. There they will see me. So Jesus rose from the grave. So Jesus was treated so badly. The people were angry with Jesus. They arrested him. They put him on the cross. And it was all so terrible. But friends, we're we're not sad today because what happened three days later, what occurred three days later, Jesus rose again. And Jesus rose again so that 
all of our sins. He already knew the sins that we were going to do. He already knew what was going to happen. And guess what? Jesus, he beat death. Jesus defied the odds. Um, and he, uh, and he, so that we could all live this really good life. I'm going to have Miss Michaela help me with something. So mistakes that would normally be held against us when we do things that we shouldn't do, like maybe we have a hate in our heart. Maybe we've thought about people that we can't stand and we feel bad about that. I want you to know that all you have to do is pray and ask for God to forgive you. And guess what? I'm forgiven because Jesus beat death. What about um, disobedience? Maybe you made a mistake. Your parents told you to do something and you didn't do it. You know what? Jesus beat death. And when we ask for forgiveness, he he forgives us and he doesn't hold it against us. So what about jealousy? Have you ever been jealous? I know I have wanted something that somebody else had. You know what? Jesus beat death. And we're forgiven. What, have you ever told a lie? Have you ever done something you shouldn't do? All you have to do is you pray and you ask God to forgive you of your sins. And Jesus, <laughs> he beat death. And that's something to celebrate. That now we can just go straight to God. And we can just pray and we can ask for Jesus to forgive our sins because he already knew every decision that we were going to make. And he says, it's forgiven. And not only is it forgiven, but it's forgotten. And Jesus is not mad at you and he's not holding things against you and he's not angry with you. He sees that you want to do right. So ask for forgiveness and ask Jesus to forgive you and to live in your heart so that you can celebrate how Jesus beat the grave. Let's pray together. Dear Jesus, we celebrate you this morning. We celebrate what you did for us because you loved us so much. We thank you for the love that you gave us. And God, we thank you that you sent Jesus, that you wanted us to walk in freedom and that you wanted us to walk in love and forgiveness. God, we praise you and we thank you. Thank you that you beat death. Amen. Thank you, parents. Thank you, kids. And we hope that you guys have an awesome, awesome Sunday. This is a day to celebrate. It doesn't matter if it's raining outside. Celebrate in your home. Celebrate with each other. Spend time together today and celebrate the fact that the grave is empty. Make sure that you tag Generations United Church in all of your family photos so we can see you guys all dressed up for Easter. Post those online by five o'clock so Christy can draw someone by six. We are so excited to be celebrating Easter with you guys today. Have a great week and we love you. Bye.